Hello, and welcome to the Groundbreakers podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, highlighting the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. In this episode, Asphalt Contractor Editor-in-Chief Jessica Lombardo talks to Pam Fisher, Director of Economic Development for the Indiana DOT. Jessica and Pam discuss how the Indiana DOT is using connected vehicle data to both improve safety and future-proof their infrastructure investments. Using technology like WeJo, the Indiana DOT is able to advance their understanding of how connected vehicle data can make their roadways safer. Let's get the scoop with Jessica and Pam now. Okay, so um, I was introduced to WeJo by Courtney and I had a conversation with their team about what the technology is and I love learning about the new technology, but what really hits home for my readers is why DOTs and contractors kind of put this technology to use. So if you kind of want to start by telling me about, you know, the Indiana DOT and WeJo and kind of what problems were you hoping to solve with this technology? Of course, of course. Well, you know, at the Indiana Department of Transportation, um, Commissioner McGinnis has tasked us with uh, future-proofing our investments in infrastructure and to um, investigate ways that we can incorporate 21st century technology into our long-term road plans. Um, at a State DOT, the number one issue is always going to be safety. Um, be it either you know our worker safety or safety for the motoring public, safety for our commercial vehicles. But anytime we're able to identify a technology that hits all of those sweet spots for us, so again, safety, um, 21st century technology. You know, I think that this this opportunity for us to engage with uh, WeJo, which is doing 21st century technology um, in transportation, and uh, you know, with partnering with our automotive manufacturers is always going to be of benefit to us. So for Indiana in particular, being on the uh, located on the automotive manufacturing corridor, in addition to the freight logistics corridor for the United States, we actively seek to engage with partners that are um, advancing these types of technology. Um, in addition to our partnership with Purdue University, which is the third piece of this pie that we're, we're working on with WeJo. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you approach WeJo or did WeJo approach you? Did you say, you know, we're having a problem with work zone safety or traffic and we really want to, you know, improve our infrastructure safety? How did that kind of come about? Well, I would say that it really is an organic um, engagement with the company. Um, Indiana focuses on being out and about at events where we're able to engage with uh potential partners. And so again, this was a, a, a natural um, conversation that occurred um, between partners between Purdue and NDOT, which led to this engagement with WeJo. It's not that Indiana sat and said to themselves, oh, we're going to reach out, you know, we're going to target WeJo. It more is that we're all at the right places discussing these 21st century technologies. And so that critical issue of we, we can't do, the state DOTs cannot possibly engage this type of technology technology unless they are out and about actually having conversations with companies like WeJo. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you are really trying to future-proof your investments in infrastructure. Well, a lot of other states and contractors, they just are not getting on board in technology. So why is the INDOT really prioritizing technology in this way? 
I think that we're recognizing all of the benefits that technology brings to a state DOT. So for instance, you know, we have a robust budget, um, but at the same time, it is a limited budget. And we have to be creative about identifying technologies that help us stretch our dollars. So if we have issues with work zone safety um, and we have to send crews out to identify that, obviously we're, we're, we're targeting those resources to go and deal with that issue. But then imagine if we're able to use the technology that Weijo is providing to us, where they're giving us real time information about the condition of our roads. Um, through that use of technology, it allows us to deploy our workforce in other directions, while at the same time um, having a significant improvement in safety on our roads, because we're dealing with real time information rather than, um, again, in state DOTs, we may have information that is several hours old before we actually get boots on the ground. Great. What was there a learning curve to kind of implement this technology with your team? And how did Weijo kind of help you get on board with the technology? Well, I'd say that, you know, we definitely recognize that Weijo are the experts in, in engaging with this type of technology. Um, we're working with our team uh, at NDOT at our traffic management center, where again, they're going to be responsible for understanding what the traffic conditions are at any given moment. And the director of the traffic management center has been actively engaged as part of this testing with Weijo. I'm just curious what kind of information you guys are garnering from this technology and how it's already helping you kind of improve work zone safety and kind sure. of the road asset management system. Sure, sure. So, you know, like on the simplest level for us, it's giving us information about the conditions of our roads. So let's say, for instance, that there is, um, you know, a, a pavement condition, potholes, and we have motorists that are swerving around, um, you know, these potholes. You have to think to yourself, you know, that is a, a safe, and um, again, this is on our most basic level, but that's a safety issue that if we're able to identify that there is some sort of road condition that is causing motorists to behave in ways other than the ways that we want them to behave in, that's something that we need to know now. Now, at the state DOT, we may not know that for weeks, months, until somebody calls, until there's an accident. And again, there's an example of, um, you know, uh, how we can implement technology to immediately address an issue and again, prevent there from being accidents. But then on a much larger level, uh, imagine if we've got a situation where there's some sort of road condition that's causing slowdowns on our highway. And at state DOTs, um, what we call back of queue crashes, which would be where we have traffic backing up, queuing up, um, we understand that that increases the likelihood of either an accident or a fatal accident, critical issue for us on how to address those. So if we have got Weijo technology that we're able to understand in real time, there's something going on that's causing traffic to back up on an interstate, we can send our crews out immediately and address those issues before we have um, either an accident or a fatality. So pre wejo technology, we would actually have to wait for there to be an incident before we were able to send a crew out to, to investigate because again, you know, we're, we're not gonna be aware in real time about that incident. Just crucial, crucial technology um, for improving and enhancing safety on our interstates. Absolutely. And you kind of touched on this just now about efficiency and making sure you're taking care of problems as they arise. How else is this helping you be more efficient in terms of just total asset management on your roadways? Right. So, you know, as we're preparing to, um, you know, adopt new technology, any information we have about 
about our road conditions, we can then use that information to prepare for things like platooning or connected and autonomous vehicles. Um, it's information that allows us to almost inventory our roads and understand uh, what improvements will we be required to make uh, based on this data. Can we use this data to help us determine what types of improvements we would need to make to prepare for this 21st century technology, such as platooning and connected and autonomous vehicles. Great. So, so for instance, it, let me just say on this, you know, if we have, if we have roads that, um, you know, are inconsistent with either the quality of the pavement or, you know, the markings or these types of things, if that's information that can be provided back to us, that's information we can use to um, enhance future improvements on our roadways. Great. So obviously the Indiana DOT is a step ahead of many DOTs, many municipalities across the country. What would you kind of say to those departments of transportation who are reluctant to implement this kind of technology and why should they start considering it? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I've already touched on this safety issue. I think that we all recognize that incorporating technology um, into um, our, our DOT systems, that is um, of, of just such critical importance. But also, you know, Indiana is very interested in the economic development component of this. So again, by engaging with companies like Wejo, this relationship building, if we're able to, um, you know, have these conversations with transportation partners about Indiana is a logical place for you to consider growing your technology, um, making investments, um, creating jobs, um, paying taxes. We want to be very clear that we see the economic development benefit of being partners in the development of this 21st century technology. And then third, as I've already mentioned, you know, we are the freight logistics you know, center of the United States. Um, we stand to benefit from the engaging of these technologies and being in the Midwest, I think it's just crucial that uh, the states that aren't on the coast, we need to be looking at all of the resources and relationships that we have to ensure that middle America, we're demonstrating all of the resources that we have. And, and that includes incorporating this technology so that companies and industry will be looking to us for um, you know, workforce, uh, technology development, transportation enhancements, and not just have those opportunities go to the coast. Great. Well, Pam, that's all the questions I had for you today. Do you have anything you wanted to add? I just want to thank you for your interest in this technology. Um, again, I think that this engaging with our uh, you know, 21st century technology partners is of critical importance to state DOTs and anything we can do to get the message out about how uh, technology engagement enhances safety and helps us utilize our resources in more effective ways. I think that's a great message and we're happy to tell it. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it for today. Thank you to Pam Fisher of the Indiana DOT for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every Thursday for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share and we'll break more new ground together. Until next time. <laughs>